0: Welcome back to the Below the Belt podcast. I am so excited to be back, y'all. Did y'all miss me? Because I miss y'all. I miss y'all. I miss I miss being at you neck. Okay. I missed <laughs> I missed getting down to the nitty gritty with y'all and talking about the real stuff, talking about the things that need to be discussed. I missed it. Y'all, it's season two, episode one. And as always, I'm at y'all neck. I'm coming out the gate on your neck. I'm at the tip of your neck, okay? I'm not letting up. I'm not. Nothing has changed. (laughs) Nothing has changed, all right? But, you know, all jokes aside, I'm so glad that... We are back together again I have missed recording episodes And the month of October Well, during the month of October I took some time off from the podcast I felt like it was perfect timing Because October is a pretty touchy month for me A very emotional month for me, rather My dad passed away in October And I talked about that a lot I had an episode, a whole episode about it In season one but my dad passed away in October, so the days, October 10th and 11th, are pretty rough for me. This year, I was in a pretty good place. I was emotional about other things on those days. I, was, I used that time to reflect on the changes and the difference in my life from that time to now. And um, some things I wasn't too proud of, and some things I am proud of. And I just took that time to really reflect on how much my life has changed, how much I've grown as a woman, and took some uh, trips. And I just enjoyed myself, spent some time with family. My mom's birthday is in October. Yeah, y'all, I just, I spent my time in October also planning for season two of Below the Belt. I've had seasons of my life where I felt like everything was going right. And then I look at my life now and I'm like, oh, (laughs) you know, so like those seasons can come to an end. And you can go from, you know, living life at the fullest and feeling like you, you know, you and your you, your best self, you living your best life, to all of a sudden being in a season where everything is completely different. You know, it's like you are being forced to sit with yourself and love yourself and be with yourself, learn yourself, and that's what I feel like. Uh, that's the season that I feel like I've been in. I feel like I have been in this season where I have been forced to know myself and love myself and learn myself because all I have is myself you know and not to say that I don't have love and support around me but at the end of the day all I have is me so when I thought about that it led me to what I felt like well it led me to a list of different topics and things that I wanted to talk about in season two, but it really led me to speaking about inner peace and hearing from God. So I asked myself, like, you know, what does that mean to me? What does cultivating inner peace mean to me? And I think you should ask yourself the same question. I think certain things are subjective, like peace happiness, success, like those are things that you define for yourself. So this episode, I felt it was only right that I come in with the first episode, focusing on the struggle to find the peace within each of us. I wanted this episode to focus on how we stand in our own way of, you know, not being able to cultivate the peace we claim that we desire and I think that or what became aware to me was that we must take accountability for our healing so that cultivating peace is not such an emotional struggle because I truly believe y'all that peace is something that's already within there are a lot of a lot of external factors that play a part in us not being able to locate that peace And I feel that once you do the work, the healing work to work through the other areas in our life that need healing, you reach a point where you find what peace feels like for you, right? You find what peace feels like for you. And once you find that, you own it. It becomes yours. I want you to hold on to it like white on rice, okay? Because the thing about that is, is that even when you find your peace, your circumstances may, there may still be, let me say this, there may still be areas in your life where you're not able to change the circumstance. So you have to learn how to be peaceful in the midst of chaos sometimes. Maybe that's a skill. Do you hear me? That is a skill. It is not built overnight. It's not. In season one, I talked a lot about building that muscle, building that muscle. It's not an overnight thing. I'm going to first dive into how we make things so hard for ourselves. And what I mean by that is, going back to that accountability, we often beg God for things that are right in front of us. And what many of us lack is the accountability and the self-awareness to know when we are actually the issue in our own lives. So with that, you can ask yourself, what are some of the things that are hindering you from finding your peace? I asked myself this question and I came up with a list of things that I think everyone can relate to. You may not be able to relate to everything on this list, but I think that, Everything I wrote on this list is like relatable to any human being who's having a human experience, you know, but it's also spiritual and has a relationship with God or, you know, a strong foundation in faith. Like you're still a human being. You're still going to be tested. You're still going to be tempted. There's still going to be moments where you fail, you know, where you give in to temptation, where you take a few steps back. But, you know, the beauty in that is getting back on track. Sometimes you will have a moment where you're like, oh, you know, I fell off. Like I can say I've had several moments throughout my healing journey where I was doing really, really good. And like the slightest thing threw me off, you know, instead of beating myself up about it, I decided to have that perspective shift and say to myself, you know what? Yeah, you fell off, but get back up, get back in the game, get back rolling. You know, don't stay down. And I think I spent a lot of time in my life. I had to really learn, y'all. And and I'm kind of getting off topic, but not really, because, you know, this kind of goes into finding a peace, too. And and I'm going to get back to my list. But, you know, I just kind of had a thought like and this was a hard lesson for me because I realized this is where I was messing up a lot in my life. And it was blocking me from finding that peace because I would feel down and let it take up my whole day. And sometimes depending on what it was that I was feeling down about, whatever it was that triggered me, I would let it take control over my emotions and in my productivity and you know, my, how I interacted with people, whatever, I would let it completely take over my life depending on how, you know, depending on the magnitude of whatever it was that triggered me, it could have me for a whole month. So a valuable lesson for me that I learned, especially when it came to finding that peace and holding on to that peace. baby, I hold on to my peace now. Oh, I hold on to my peace. I've had people say to me, oh, I can tell you at peace. You ain't trying to be bothered. Oh, you absolutely right because I fought tooth and nail to get here. I had to really learn how to cry and keep moving. I had to really learn how to tell myself Yeah, I'm feeling down right now. Yeah, that situation really got me toe up right now, but I got to keep going. I can't let that consume me. I have to keep going. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to maintain my peace, whether that mean block somebody out, whether that mean completely stop, you know, doing this thing or that thing. Like if I, I, I understand now, it costs too much. I can't sit here and keep going back and forth with a situation that I know is interrupting my peace, it costs too much. That goes to my list, y'all. That's how you got to think. So the first thing that I put, let me go back to the first thing. It was caring about what others think. And I know it's almost like that's hard to not do, but this is why, like you you really... You, I don't know why we think we have to embark these very tough journeys alone. We don't. You may not have the support of man, but you do have God. And I think that first you have to build that type of foundation to have that faith and that trust. And a lot of people are going to just tell you, oh, just have faith. Oh, just trust. But I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it real because that's just what we do here at Below the Belt. Um, it's not always that easy. And I think you shouldn't feel guilty about that. I think that when your faith is wavering a little bit, I think that that is the time where you should go and use that to strengthen your relationship with God and invite him into your space so that he can teach you about him, you know, so that he can show you who he is. And he'll usually do that through small moments. it will be the smallest things in your life. And I think when you do have moments of, Oh, I'm, I'm doubtful. I don't think you should beat yourself up about it. I feel like you should go to God and say, you know, God, I'm feeling doubtful. I, I know that you are capable, of course, right? Like, I know that you have my back, but I'm struggling to really let you have control over this situation. So, you know, can you help me with this? And I think with small things like caring about what others think, because I feel like we all deal with that, It's hindering you from finding peace because why do you care about what other people think? I remember saying, I think it was the first episode of season one. You really shouldn't care what people got to say, good or bad. People are very fickle, baby, and they switch up. (laughs) Think about how many times you've switched up. Right. So if you switched up on other people, You think other people are not going to do that to you? Let's be so for real. Let's be so for real. Okay. So caring about what others think is one of the things on my list. And the other thing was not having a prayer life and a lack of faith. And that's kind of what I was just talking about. You have to start the journey. First of all, growing your faith is not an easy thing. It's not. And it takes some people years to get to a point where, you know, they just trust God with something. And, and they, You know those people where you see them not worry about nothing or those people where you see they've gone through some of the craziest things in their life, some of the toughest challenges, and you still see them walk around with their head held high? Baby, that didn't happen overnight. Them people fought tooth and nail for that. Them people went through a lot of dark times to get to that place, you know? Like I said before, don't let nobody guilt trip you because you're still learning God Don't let nobody do you like that Just make it a point to learn him But understand that it won't be easy Stay in environments and in relationships That you know no longer serve you Why are you still dealing with that man, sis? Sir, I don't know how many men listen to my podcast But sir, God's been telling you to be by yourself for a minute But you, what's going on? You know, he keep telling you to be by yourself because nothing is working out with none of these women. You know, you tired. Sis, you know, you tired of that man. And and see, this goes back to the accountability thing, because a lot of times we like to point the finger. Oh, he did this to me. He did this to me. Oh, well, women, this women that, you know, how men be. Y'all know how y'all be. And ladies, we know how we be too. And I'm speaking of romantic relationships right now. But it actually goes for every form of relationship in your life. Because if you know a boundary needs to be set with a family member, why haven't you set it? And that also, like, just it's the accountability part. My podcast is not about pointing a finger at other people. My podcast is about the healing and the growing within yourself. So if you're frustrated about every relationship in your life, why is it that you keep finding yourself... In those type of situations. Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> Kill the Jeopardy music. Because I want to give you some time to figure out why that is. I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that other people are allowed to just get away with murder with your feelings and your emotions and your mental. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I want to go ahead and validate right now that whatever it is that I'm triggering up inside of you right now, a situation that somebody did to you. I'm not saying they weren't wrong. I'm not saying that what they did wasn't jacked up. What I'm saying is, I want you to ask yourself, what is it in you that felt that you deserved that? What is it in you that that is attracting that? What is it in you that is allowing yourself to stay in these situations? You, what is it in you? That's the question. How, what is the part that you are playing? In these, you know, in these situations, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a really important question to ask yourself, and that is a step towards finding your peace. Because once you figure out what the root of it is in you, you can fix that, and then before you know it, all of that stuff that was attract that you know that you were gravitating towards before, all of that stuff that you were tolerating before, it won't happen anymore. Guess what? Boom! You didn't kick the barrier out the way. Guess what? Boom! Step closer to peace. Stop playing with your peace, baby. Okay. Stop playing with your peace because the next thing on my list is, and we're all guilty. We are all guilty. I think I did something like this today. As a matter of fact, continuing bad habits, even when God has told you there is a need for a change. Okay. And even if you haven't learned to hear from God, I can attest Okay, that most of the time he is that little voice that tells you something is not right or something will not work in your favor. And once you have that little inkling of insight, listen, it could literally save your life, y'all. We underestimate the power that the people closest to us have over who we are as a person. Um, You know, that birds of a feather flock together. People love to argue against that, but no, babe, that's true. Watch your company. (laughs) okay watch your company or I'm not even going to tell like something personal but just something I've seen with romantic relationships where like you could have a feeling that a man or a woman or you know whatever is not for you and you continue to stay in that situation before you know it your life has felt fallen apart the next thing On the list that I think was very important is not working for the things that you want in your life okay you're not pleased with your life but you won't take the steps to ignite the change um, I made a post about this on below the bell podcast at the below the at the below the bell podcast on Instagram Uh, check us out I made a post about this because I was watching a sermon and one of my favorite um pastors pastor Mike Ty argue with your mom okay I don't do that negativity over here. I don't care how you feel about him. I know a lot of people have negative feelings about him, but I still really enjoy Pastor Mike Todd. He said in his sermon, it is your patterns that prophesy. And baby, when I tell you, he was at my neck the way I be at you alls neck. Okay, he was in my business. He was in my back. He was in my front yard. He was ringing on my doorbell, as a matter of fact. He was asking to come in my home. That's how much he was in my business and how much... That, when he said that, how much it hit home. Because we love to be like, God, fix my health. Like, say we go to the doctor and the doctor say something like, oh, we have high blood pressure and we need to monitor our blood pressure. And then we go home and we say, God, please, God, the doctor say my blood pressure is high. I, I, I may at risk to be a diabetic. And God, I just... Lord, shed your blood over the situation, Father. Like, you know, like we do the whole nine. We pull out the whole nine. We done call everybody in the family, telling them to pray for us. We done told Granny, Granny, I need you to go to church and, and talk about me on your prayer line. Okay, I need you to go to Bible study and tell the pastor. We love to go through all the theatrics, right? We know to go to God. Oh, we Oh, we know. That's the first. We know. We know to go to God. But we don't know how to do our part. So the doctor then told you that you got high blood pressure. But you left the doctor and you said, you know what? The doctor also told me I need to eat. It's a Chick-fil-A right over here. And then you stop at the Chick-fil-A and you get you some of that nasty chicken. Then two days later, we find you in the drive-thru again. Okay. At this point, you start getting dizzy and you start having constant headaches. And you're talking about, Lord. Please, God, I'm feeling the blood pressure. I'm feeling the side effects, Lord. I'm feeling the symptoms. But you still have done nothing. If anything, what you have done is add to the problem. What do you think God is supposed to do? You're you're making your choice. It is your patterns that prophesy. And that was a very shallow example. I chose not to go too deep with y'all. But I chose to touch that because I know way too many people, y'all. I have heard people say, like, or I like people are literal diabetics and eat like a teenager. Babe, you are 33. You can't eat like that no more. I have to tell myself that sometimes. Sometimes I be like, oh, why my body so sluggish? It's because you just ate that Big Mac meal and you know good and doggone well you can't eat like that no more. And 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 feel like you're supposed to be able to run a whole marathon and conquer the world. It don't work like that no more, y'all. We getting old. These bodies. Think about your body. I'm 27 years old. Baby, this body been working for 27 years with my foolishness. Think about all the stuff you do to your body. You drink. You smoke. You be out here doing who knows what in these streets. Baby, your body is tired. Okay? So... Literally, it's your patterns that prophesy. I didn't just went on a whole tangent with y'all because that really resonated with me. People pleasing. This is something else that hinders us from getting to our peaceful place, Lord, from finding it. You have to learn to say no. You can't even see, all right? You can't even see that you are a people pleaser because you won't even do the work. Y'all don't even know what's wrong with you because you won't even start the journey That's that self-awareness But there is a very very high percentage of people who lack self-awareness Okay there are more people in this world that lack self-awareness Than you know people who are actually self-aware And I can tell When I heard this I said oh makes perfect sense Because I can't tell you how many Y'all if you don't know what to fix how are you going to fix it? You think you're just too nice. Uh, What the issue really is, is that you have no boundaries and you've never learned how to set them. And that's okay, right? Because our parents did their best. Whoever raised you, they did their best. It is now your turn to take some accountability for your life, okay? Learn to take accountability for the reason you keep ending up in these situations feeling used. Again, I'm not saying that a person who continues to take and take and take from you is right. That is wrong. That person is abusing your kindness. They are. However, let's bring it back home. It serves no purpose. Okay, you won't find peace at all by continuing to point the finger at everybody else. You have to learn how to flip it. And figure out what is it about you? What is the problem within you? What is the issue that needs to be fixed within you? So we can learn how to stop allowing these takers and these abusers to take from us. For them to take anything, for people to walk all over you, you got to be letting them do it. People can only do what you allow. So stop pointing the finger and figure out what is it about you that takes some self-awareness though, that also takes courage to realize that you also play a part in the issue as well. Not learning to love yourself, not starting the journey of healing. I I want you to realize that everything on this list that I am talking about that's hindering you from finding your peace, basically you being in your own way, it all starts with you just saying, I want to heal. And if you don't know where to start, you can literally just say, it's really this easy. I need you to notice It's really this easy. All you have to say, and if you don't know the words, like, I can give you the words. God, I am ready to start my healing. I am realizing that there are some things about me and there are some things in my life that is coming to the surface that I'm not really a fan of, God. And I'm getting older. I'm getting older. And I don't want to keep ignoring these things because For so long in my life, it was just the way that I was. But now it's becoming aware to me that I have to shed that old skin. For me to get to the places that I want to get to, I cannot continue to be this person. This version of me has done the best that it can with the circumstances that it had. And I'm saying it because, you know, gender, he or she, whatever you are. And God, I just, I'm ready to heal, but I don't know where to start. I don't even have the smallest clue on where to start. God, can you direct my footsteps on the direction that you want me to go as I embark this very challenging and scary, frightening journey of seeing myself and reinventing myself and reteaching myself. Stand with me throughout this journey. Because there's going to be a lot of moments. Where you are going to feel extremely low. When you begin to heal. There are going to be a lot of things that come to the surface that you suppressed. There are going to be a lot of things. Like you know if, if an issue that you have is insecurity. I need you to know that that's there for a reason. Baby you didn't come out the wound insecure. Something happened. And healing brings things like that up to the surface and it can hurt. But like I said, that's that hard part that I had to learn. When you are triggered, when that stuff starts coming to the surface, you need to be able to cry and keep going. Don't stop. That is a good thing. Okay, them tears, you talking about it. Whatever form of your outlet you have, whether it be therapy, whether it be, you know, you have a support group, you have friends that, you know, people in your life that you trust enough to be there vulnerable with. You have, you know, journaling, whatever it is that you do, whatever your outlet is, baby, just let it pour out. (laughs) Whatever it is. I hope y'all picking up what I'm putting down. That's what this is all about, y'all. This is about healing. This is about transformation. This is about growth. I can speak about it because. It's what I'm doing, you know? Almost every day I feel like I'm at the beginning of a new journey. That's how this feels. But I feel so powerful because I know I've come a very long way because I am not by, by a long shot the person that I once was, even in January of this year. I just want us to learn how to look within. Not learning to love yourself is very deep, y'all. That's a very, that's a deep thing. It is. And it, and it's worth paying attention to. It's not normal to not know yourself and not love yourself. All you have is yourself. And I walked around way too many years not even having a relationship with me. And if that's not crazy to you, I don't know. You a little bit more lost than, than you may think. <laughs> A point that I made earlier in the episode was peace is a peace is what it is to you. So I think a valuable question to ask yourself once you figure out the things that are stopping you. Because the list that I just gave you are some things that I feel we all deal with as human beings, but there are some things on that list that you probably don't resonate with. But You have to dig deep and figure out what are the things that are stopping you from cultivating that inner peace. And it also leads to another question that you have to ask yourself. I could sit here and talk all day. A preacher can talk to you all day. A therapist can talk to you all day. But until you start actually applying some of this stuff and asking yourself some of these questions, what does it matter? So ask yourself, you know, what does peace feel and look like for you? And I encourage you to get a journal. You know, when you ask yourself this question, I encourage you to either at the beginning of your day, whether you're a morning person or a night owl. I'm a night owl. So I do a lot of my journaling. I do some of my journaling at the beginning of the day, but I really prefer to do it at the end because a whole day went by, you know, and I like to kind of reflect. So. I encourage you to have a journal. Sometimes you need somewhere to just put that stuff. Like, don't let it just fester inside of you. Put it on paper or just talk about it out loud. Like, whatever it is that you feel you need to do. But I suggest, as a beginner, (laughs) get a journal and write it down. What does peace feel and look like for me? Write that down and answer it. What does it look like? What does it feel like? And ask yourself, once you've done that, what are you doing to get there? And be honest. Nobody's going to read the journal. If you're talking to yourself, can't nobody hear you? Be honest. Be honest. What are you actually doing to get there? For those of you that don't journal, just take it slow. All right? You could make a list, okay? So just making a list could be, you know, five things, you know, so you don't overwhelm yourself. You could list five things that you feel will bring you to a peaceful state of being. After you write those five things that you feel will bring you peace or that will make you feel peaceful, then you can ask yourself what is stopping you from reaching each one. And then you could give yourself an action plan. To finding the desired piece. Now, this is the educator in me. Now, I didn't give you a whole playbook on how to at least put it on paper and look at it. Get it out of your head, put it on paper, and give yourself something to actually physically look at. So if I was to write this down and I was to if I had my list, right? If I have my five things on my list and um just you know, for example, one of my five things could be to something that will make me feel peaceful is financial stability. I am a person who, if my money ain't right, I'm truly not right. Leave me alone. I am not in a good <laughs> mental state. Okay. So that could be one of the things that I could write on my list. All right. So one thing, what does peace look like for me? Financial stability. Okay. Okay. So then the next thing, like I said, that I would ask myself, what is causing me to not have financial stability? What is causing me to not have peace in that area of my life? And if I'm honest with myself, I would put, I don't budget correctly. And if I do budget, I don't stick to it. That's what I would put. I would put that what's causing me to not have peace in my finances is that I don't Uh, When I create a budget, I don't stick to it and I lack the ability to control my unnecessary spending. Then I'm going to ask myself, how can I change this? Okay. And so sometimes it's like, okay, clearly I know to make a budget. So clearly that's not working. So what is it that I need to do to actually help myself get to a peaceful place with my finances? What is it that I need to do? It could be giving yourself an affirmation for when you are urged to spend unnecessarily, you know, whatever, whatever it takes for you, you know, whatever it takes for you. And when I say what that means is, you know, whenever you have the urge to spend unnecessarily, it could be something you tell yourself, you know, I love myself too much to, continue to live my life in this way and find myself in the same unhealthy habit and cycle that I do when it comes to my finances. Or I love myself so much that I am not going to spend unnecessarily because I have bigger plans and I want peace in my finances. And for me to get peace in my finances, this little temporary itch that I have to Buy this item that will mean nothing to me in five years. But you know what will mean something to me in five years? My financial stability. And what was that that we said? Your patterns prophesy. Okay. It is your patterns that prophesy. So if you don't get them spinning habits together today. You're for sure going to see the reflection of that. In about six months. (laughs) So that's just an example. These things will change for you over time, y'all. I really want to make sure I say that because we are a generation of instant gratification and your healing don't work like that. That's why a lot of people decide to be just, just sit in a, in a foolery because it's easier there. You're safe there. It's comfortable there, but you literally feel like you're in, you're living in hell. Like you, you literally hate your life, but you would rather sit there because you're safe. I'm really trying to push you and encourage you to understand that the way that we tend to operate a lot of the times, we get in our way. You are in your way. You mad at the world when you really need to be mad at yourself. You won't see an overnight change. But I promise y'all, I promise you, if you stick to it, you will see changes over time. And small steps is what's most important. Stop trying to take them big glides. You need to take baby steps. You ain't never tried to heal before. This is new to you. Stop trying to run through this. Y'all. Y'all know I say all this with love. I say all of this with love. This is how I check myself, y'all. I try to explain this to people. This is how I check myself. And I, I really do want everybody. Everybody, everybody I've come across, the people I don't know, you listening to this podcast, I really want you to be free. I want it for myself. That's why, like, you know how long it took me to reach a point, y'all, where I don't play about my peace? Just because you start healing, that don't mean that you won't have moments where you miss the old version of yourself. Or the way you used to do things but wisdom wisdom and just acquiring a different level of peace will have you stand on business with yourself so I'll be right here telling myself like oh no nah, we don't do that no more but like y'all real quick real quick I don't like that like everybody tells young girls Like right now I'm talking to your early 20s I'm talking to you early 20s Early 20 babies We know the trend Like I said right now It's to stand on business But what a lot of people don't tell you Is that standing on business is hard (laughs) You are going to want to call that man All right You are going to want to answer that text You are going to cry you are going to feel really down while you stand on business. You are not always going to feel empowered. Okay. But as a late twenties girly, let me tell you, you will reach a point. If you start now, if you start being firm on them boundaries now, then it will become a lot easier for you when you become my age, because I'm 27 now and uh, y'all, my peace is so valuable to me that it's just certain things that I just won't go for no more. Since we are talking about standing on business, the question becomes, what are you going to do to stand on business and not flake on yourself? If you cannot keep your word to yourself, then I need you to understand that that is an area. That needs to be worked on. That is an area that needs to be healed. There is a reason why. You can't even keep your word to yourself. Even once the trials. And the tribulations. And the temptation. All of that come into your life. You cannot stop. You must know and believe. That you deserve peace. To maintain it. It's one thing to find it. But maintaining it is what becomes the difficult part because the trials don't stop, the tribulations don't stop, and the temptation don't stop. But you must believe that you deserve peace. You must love yourself enough. And that comes with knowing yourself. I'm my best friend. I cannot say that I felt that way two years ago. It's a beautiful thing to Be a ride or die for yourself because you will protect yourself from so many different things. Like I was saying, boundaries. When you have fought tooth and nail to locate your peace, because it's already in you. So once you've located it, I'm telling you, you, you will tend to it like it's your child. Omarion did an interview where he was saying like, you really shouldn't mess with people who are at peace because that person for a person to reach a point of like unbothered peace like it seems like they're unbothered really they're at peace y'all and for a person to get to that point, they went through hell I promise you I I can I, I'm a live I'm an example of it I have a peace now that I admire. I have a peace now. That I'll be shocked. that I'll be shocked. But I went through hell to get here. And sometimes I slip. But I always get back up. And I find that peace. And I'm able to get back up and keep moving. Because I located my peace. It costs too much to go back y'all. Keep going forward. Even when it get hard. Like I said. I value me so much. That I am willing to let go of everything in the way of me being at peace. So if that means I gotta take some time off of social media so that I can learn how to value my own opinion and not really give a care, oh, you almost slipped up, y'all. Y'all know I ain't I can't cut. If that means that I gotta take some time to stay off of social media so that I can learn to value my own opinion then that's just what I got to do. If that means that I have to create a routine for myself so that I can know that I pray in the morning, that I pray at 1230 and that I pray at night. And of course, you know, you can pray. I can pray whenever I want to throughout the day. But if I have to take the time to make a routine and stick to that routine so that I can make sure that I'm spending my necessary time with God to navigate this life, I'm willing to do it. If that means that, it leads me to my peace. If I have to leave relationships with people that I thought would be in my life forever, if I have to walk away from friendships, romantic relationships, if I have to distance myself from family members that I love for my peace, I know that I deserve that peace. I know that I've worked for that peace. It costs too much for me to lose that peace. I'm willing to walk away from it. Are you? If it means that I gotta just start saying no to people, now, I don't have a people-pleasing issue, but I know <laughs> I know the people that know me listening like, yeah, she right. I ain't got no people, problem. baby. I will tell you no in a heartbeat and I'm gonna tell you what I think. I'm gonna tell you what I think. I do not have a people-pleasing problem, but there are people that do. There are people who lack boundaries. I know that as I got older, creating boundaries with family was hard for me, but it was something that I had to do because not doing it, Was leading to me not being peaceful. So if I have to create a boundary. That's what I'm going to do. There is nothing. Again. There is nothing. That I. Or anyone else can say to you. To make you do the work. To find the peace. That you pray to God about. It has to start with you. Because the peace is already yours. It's already yours. It has to start with you. And I can assure you that you can do it. It is your peace. So why are you waiting on external circumstances to align with you? You are responsible for your life. So take control. You have that power. It's your God-given right. This is your life. I'm excited to be back, y'all. I'm excited. I feel like we're starting off good. I feel like this was a powerful episode. And I pray that it reached the ears that it needs to. That's my prayer. That's what this is about for me. So once again, as always, y'all, you gonna come back? You gonna come back because you know, you know I you you know I love you. You know, that's what people say after they say some trifling stuff to you. You know I love you. <laughs> Except I didn't say nothing trifling, y'all. I'm just, I just feel we all deserve peace. We all deserve healing. We do. So find yours. All right, y'all. We gonna wrap this episode up next week, same time, same day, same place. All right, y'all.